Yes, yes, people, we are back live. We are back live on the Sarcasm City TV YouTube for another Manchester United, Manchester City show. Mandem United podcast meets the Mandem City podcast. Big up to everyone supporting the Sarcasm City TV YouTube as always. A lot to discuss with both these sides. Jim Ratcliffe finally completes his takeover of Manchester United. We knew it was going to happen, but it's happened officially now. And Manchester City back to winning ways with a 1-0 win versus Brentford due to a Haaland goal. Vayot is in the building as well. He will be here shortly. He just sorted out some stuff. Big up to the chat as always. Big up to TJ Warren for the raid as well. Salute to my dog TJ every time. You can catch here on another Man of United crossover show every Thursday for the United Arsenal show. So make sure you subscribe to TJ Warren TV. Links underneath in the description and it's on the featured channel page as well. So big up to AJB. Big up Highbridge Local Badger. Obviously big up my guy Eli as well. Big up Flawless Vader in the chat. Big up to TJ says let's go people. Smash the likes up. Gilnar, I hope you're good. Chat sport as well. What are you saying? Bless. Get your questions in people. Please just keep them. Manchester United or Manchester City related. So either of the Manchester clubs. Make sure you run up the likes as well people. Run up the likes on the video. Hit that like button make sure you share this across all of the socials as well and i'll say this at the start of every show but it's so important you do that for algorithm purposes it's how the channel grows and it is road to 10k so like i said um hit the like button please share across all the socials big up to all the audio listeners as well and subscribe to the channel sarcasm city tv and when you subscribe make sure you hit the notification bell as well and we're already doing well on the likes there's over 25 people in here already and we're at 17 likes so let's get up to 20 likes subscribe as well hit that subscribe button it is rolled to 10k and we're at 9,679 people. But as I stated, Jim Ratcliffe's takeover is now officially completed. It's is it 27.5 percent um stake? So I don't know if anything new has been announced in regards to it. If anybody knows, let me know. But I've seen nothing new in regards to reports. We'll see how Jim Ratcliffe and Ilios do. Uh, do. Were they my preferred option? No, I would have preferred Sheikh Jassim. But it's Jim Ratcliffe. And so far, so good, to be honest. So far, better than expected. It's still early days. But if they had done nothing or had made some decisions I disagree with, I'd be sat here criticising. So I have to praise, like I said, the Omar Barad appointment. I've said it today. I've said it previously. Impressed me. You know what I'm saying? Impressed me. Like, not only did we get someone who's the best in class at what they do and have been successful at Manchester City, been successful at Barcelona, we did it so swiftly. So, so quickly done. And it was quietly done as well. It wasn't the typical Manchester United noise. I just want to say shout out my barber as well because he, he made sure that the sides look good because my beard don't fill in, but, you know, he does, he does work, man. Shout out to my barber. He's a real one. Big up to Becky. Says, hi, Flawless. Big up. Hope you're well, Becky. Uh, technically, it's a 27.7% stake. Is it 20? Yeah. What's that extra 0.2% or whatever it is? You understand that point? I think it's based on the amount he invested. 25% was an estimated percentage. Ah, okay. Fairs, fairs, fairs. Like I said, zero complaints um, in regards to what he's done so far. But now this is where the work begins. This is now, like, we are so far away off the field and on the field from where Manchester United want to be. So now it's put up our show up time, it's actions. I don't need any statements. I don't need any promises. I don't need any PR, verbal PR. I just need actions. So whether Manchester United decide to renovate Old Trafford 
or Manchester United decide to knock down Old Trafford and build Old Trafford there or build a new stadium elsewhere. Because for those that don't know, Old Trafford has so much space around it that you can work with. And I did see talk of um, if they did build a new stadium, they would build Manchester United themed things around it. And you have plenty of space. So much in like you have a lot of space, a lot of industrial space. There's not anything there. So if they do get planning permission, they could do something. They could do something monumental. But either way, man, just like fix what's going on. Currently, there's talks of them, a new training ground. I'm all for that as well. New everything. We've already got Omar Baradrin that we spoke on. Jean-Claude uh, Blanc is an advisor. That's all well and good, but we still need more. Director of football, technical director. I've spoken on it with regards to our recruitment, which is so important. Scouting, um, medical staff, the list goes on and on and on. And to Jesse says, before the stadium, you lot need to remodel that squad. you got to crawl before you work. Um, it depends on what they're trying to do, though. Because to me, I don't think you need to remodel. When I say improve the stadium, I'm talking about just fixing the roof. They could do that today. That's not anything major. Like I don't need anything major. Like painting the stadium is nothing major. Improving, improving the stadium. So I don't think it's a whole remodel. Now, if we're talking about building the capacity, I mean, not building, like increasing the capacity, different conversation. But there's no talk. I'm not even talking about that. Sheik put it, fix the damn roof. People were saying the clock is broken. Put a battery in the clock. How about I get some screens? Like, that's just basics. I don't need anything more than that before we get to the to the remodeling of um, the squad. Because everything, personally, everything needs remodeling. Everything. Everything needs remodeling. Literally from the top all the way to the bottom. Like, what does the OG Noradin say? A fish rots from the head. And as much as we dislike the owners, all right, they're not going anywhere. Everything under the owners needs to go and be and started again. So all, like I said, everybody who's at, well, the CEO, CEO is not Omar Barada, but everyone at that level, CEO, director of football, technical director. I've said this before, scouting department, recruitment team, medical staff, all the way to the manager, the players, the coaching staff, everybody, the canteen staff, the chef, general staff. Everybody, man, start again. Uh, if they do build, a, if they do build um, a new stadium, I need to get my ass to OT this year, fam. Yeah, she pull up, man. You already know the vibes. Big up to Richo. He says evening. Good to see you in the chat as well. But questions, people, obviously get your questions. Ill Vader is here as well. Don't worry about that. He's just sorting out some stuff, man. He's just on dad issues. I mean, dad issues. Sorry, daddy duties. Sorry, that's all it is. He's just sorting out his youths. That's all it is. Shout out to Vader. Make sure you subscribe to his channel as well. Well, yeah. Um, so basically, y'all have a honey to do list. Yes. Did you not know this, Justice? This list has been long for ages. Like for long. You're a Chelsea fan. You should know about when the predicament you're in, a to do list. It's not like you should know about that. New stadium won't be built in a year. Oh, yeah. Facts. It won't be built in a year. You know what I'm saying? It won't. You know what I meant. That's not a. That's not an AO. You know what I'm saying? That's not an AO. Definitely not. I ain't AO. I don't want man to talking about. But we'll up the likes. Make sure you hit the subscribe button as well. And we spoke on this on the Man Name United podcast earlier. Shout out to all the gang gang. Love doing the Man Name United podcast as well. The so well, this two, there's one there's one Tuesday. Well, one two technically yesterday I won on Fridays as well. And we were talking about uh, hey, you can have issues with your pops as a man. You know what I'm saying? That's that issues. But yeah, as I was saying, anyway, where was we at? Where was I? Where was I even going with this? Yes, as I was saying, 
in regards to performances and winning and people was getting it confused in the chat when I was talking about it with it with in regards to the looting game because people are like oh we played counter-attacking football against Luton yes we did do I have any issue with how we played against Luton no because one we won the game 2-1 and two we should have won that game 4-5-6-1 we should have comfortably blitzed them and treated them if they're not a championship side they're as close to a championship side like, well, I personally think they'll get relegated, but the manager coached very well. I have no issues with, and I'm not a fan of Ten Hag, don't get it mistaken, but I have no issues with what Ten Hag did in that game. Zero. The original setup, we went two goals up, and even the subs he made taking off Casemiro and Maguire were the right things to do. 110%. They were the, they were the right things to do. And Shaw was injured, so that's just unfortunate, and we didn't have no other left back. We had four one-on-ones. Bruno had two. Gennaro had one. Hoyland had one. And we should have been out of sight. Now, them players missing those chances is not on the way we played. And to Jason99, who says Luton were by far the better team. Cool. Luton were by far the better team. We wouldn't have watched that class. They created nothing. How were they the better team? Did they move the ball better? Yeah, but football is about creating chances and taking chances. If you don't create and don't take chances, you will not win football matches. So how were Luton by far the better team? Now we can say they moved the barbell. They had more possession. I think it was, was it 55 to 45? Let me check. Let me check. Hold up. Well, yeah, people and these imaginary trophies. Like, all right, Luton were the better. Like, I disagree with Luton with the better team, but all right, say they were the better team. Okay. But they still didn't create and score. What did? How many saves did O'Nan have to make where you go? They should have scored. And we all know about Onana's limitations. So I'm seeing here now, I'm just looking at the stats. Hold up one second. Yeah, it was 59% to 41. So let's just call it 60-40. You know what I'm saying? All right, what are we talking about? You always cook your own team. You're quite neutral. No, I'm just critical where critical. I'm just critical when I believe I should be. And I'll praise when I think I should praise. And I'll say when I think people are overpraising or being overcritical. What did Luton create in that game? They just looked better aesthetically. Pause. That's all it is. But how were they by far the better team? What did they create? I'm still waiting. What did they create in that game? Even their goal was fortunate. How many clear-cut chances did they create? Because we created four. Alongside the two goals we scored as well. And one of them's not really. So I say five. I say five because Hoyland, I say that's clear-cut. And I'm probably forgetting... Some some half chances and there's times where we didn't move the ball well at certain points, but we had ample opportunity. That's why I'm saying that was a five six one game coached. Bigger warrior Jay in the chat. Good to see you as well. As I'm looking here, they had 22 shots. We had 21 shots. So, and uh, the quality of our chances was much better than the quality of theirs. I don't remember them creating anything apart from Barkley hit hitting the bar at the end, and that's a tough header. I'm not. If I'm a Luton fan. I'm not criticising Barkley for missing that because that is a tough header. Uh, um, I think the concern for some is that your United playing counter-attacking football against Luton. Yes, it's a win, but is it a way forward? See, that's where it becomes a whole different conversation. That's where it becomes a whole different conversation in regards to is it a way forward? No, but I'm talking about solely that game because we've been playing this way. But did it work against Luton? Was it the correct tactics against Luton? Yes. People might not like it, but that's the facts of the matter. One, we won the game. 
Two, we created the best, better chances. Three, they created next to nothing. If we tick those three boxes going forward in most games, I go, all right, Fez. Most of the time, that's not the case. I don't remember many games where those three things are the case, where we win the game, we create the better chances clearly, and the opposition create next to nothing. But hey. Um, see, but this is just feeling because Jason 99 says don't need to look at stats. We all know United got bopped, Luton should have won. Got bopped in what sense? What does that mean? So they moved that so they played better football. Yeah, they did. They played better football. They played but so what does get bopped mean? We can't just say stuff and then not add it. So what does getting bopped mean? Because that's I don't know what that means to you. Big up to Miss Smoke who says, um, I mean, sorry, M Smoke who says, they seem to play well against top six sides, but class lets them down. The inevitable happened. United won as they should have done comfortably. Yeah, like, that's what it is. And Tegil now says, if they were a better team, you would have got cooked, but they're not a better team. They're Luton Town. That's why they're sat in 17th place. That's why they're battling relegation because they're not a good team. What are we talking about here? Shoulda, coulda, woulda. Let's talk about, let's not talk about wood. Let's talk about what happened. And, my, and I'm still yet to get an answer from the chat in regards to what chances did they create? All this, all they bopped us off the park and all this type of stuff. What chances did Luton create? Simple, simple question. Simple question. What did they create? That's all I want to know. Somebody please let me know. I beg. Yeah, they lost to Sheffield United at home last week. Facts. What's that got to do with what I'm saying? And big up Jacob as well. Being so defensive over Luton shows out being so defensive over looting our play you shows me enough how am i being defensive i just responded to i just asked you a question what does that mean outplayed like that's all it is okay so like, sorry john i thought that was you because it's the same green if you don't want to answer the question that's fine it's cool i wouldn't answer the question either if i was you but let me bring in my don vader in the cut yes vader what are you telling me you good be blessed i'm <laughs> good man i'm good i'm good you know <clears throat> Doesn't matter again. Some things situated, but hope everything's cool. Yeah, man, we got a lot. We got a lot to talk about this week. You did say you did say this to me. So you know what? I might even go ask you whether it's the game today. And big up Jacob as well for the raid. Let me see that. Make sure you subscribe to United Twelve of America. Whether you want to talk about your win today, well, yesterday technically against Brentford. If it's the the draw against um, Chelsea, if it's the reaction to the draw against Chelsea, whatever the case may be, floor's yours. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. First and foremost, if you have been, hit the like button, subscribe as well, because this this is this is proper. This is proper content. Show my man some love. Now, I was kind of torn, man. I wasn't sure where to start. Should I deal with what happened today, or should I go back in time and deal with happened with with regards to Chelsea? I'm going to deal with what happened with Chelsea because I don't think I was able to get enough off my chest on the American waffle yesterday. All right? Yes. I can't disrespect Chelsea. I can't. Like, I honestly can't like as much as they're not where they want to be in terms of the standings as much as some of their fan base want to criticize the manager the the ownership's approach listen for the game on that day the manager set them up to they set them up for results set them up to win so I can't be upset with that and again it's lazy it's lazy to look at the standings and be like oh city should smash them it's chelsea yeah I, I get it other other teams other clubs top six big six however you want to frame it they had success against chelsea okay but on the day potch who's had 
a lot of experience playing against City. He's, has had some very favorable results while he was at Spurs. He had them set up. He had them set up for success. And it never fails. It never fails. Former City players came back to bite us again. Again. And I... I can't be too upset with it because we can't hold on to all these players all the time. Sterling did his thing for City, and I appreciate everything that he did for us. Palmer had a short stint with us, but listen, that guy has hurt us twice. Twice. And you know there's something to be said when you're able to train with someone on the regular because he obviously knows what Walker likes to do or doesn't like to do. Mm -hmm. And, man, he, he cost us. He cost us a goal. Walker overplayed. When, when, I, when I point out that Sterling knows what Walker likes to do or doesn't like to do, Walker should know that of Sterling. So to That's give, to That's give Sterling the chance to go back on his right foot, man, all, all, yep. day, all day we should have just let him keep um, driving towards Ederson on that left. But the goal is the goal. Those that want to talk about City de didn't deserve the draw, City should have left her with a, with a loss. Listen, slow down. Slow down. How are you gonna? How are you gonna? One, give praise to Chelsea and how they set up, but then be disrespectful. And because I, I gotta, I gotta rock this as long as I can, flawless. How are you gonna mm -hmm. be disrespectful and, and talk to the European and English champions and say we didn't deserve, didn't deserve that result? Talk about. It. Listen, I'm, I'm gonna talk about it. And I appreciate you allowing me to run with this. My, my winning DNA. I hate to bring this up, flawless, because I know it might be PTSD. My winning DNA is winning in the last minute. It's not giving up. It's playing mm -hmm. to the very last whistle. So, so Rodri, those that want to criticize and say he over-celebrated, listen, this just spoke to the passion of that game. This spoke to how defensive, resolute Chelsea were and how, you know, when you just break through, when you're able to get a result, you're like, yo, I got yo, I to gotta, I gotta cherish this. I got to amp up on this one. Scoring against Chelsea didn't look like it was going to happen. It didn't look like it was going to happen. Freaking the Sassi was playing like he was playing for a contract. He it was ridiculous. Well. He played well. He played well. And of all the days, of all the days where those of you that want to take your shots at Erling Holland, yeah, take your shots. And I'm remembering each and every one of you. He is the scariest striker in the world right now. It may not be sexy on the eye to some of you that want to do the yeah. eye test. It may not be the most skillful. But if there's a man that can put the ball at the back of the net and he's been doing it for years, it is Erling Holland. And on mm -hmm. that day, he was off. Yeah, on yeah, that day, he was mean, off. Uh, and mm -hmm. credit to Chelsea. They said, mm -hmm. you know what? The only thing you're really going to be able to get off of us on a regular are going to be crosses. So cross away. That's one element of Erling Holland's game that I think needs to match the stature of him as a man. The man is Big six Jacob as well. four. You know, large of Jacob. The man is 6'4", so you would think that a man of that height, header should be like bread and butter. Calm. Yeah, bread and butter, yeah. After that misses was terrible. It was crazy. And it, but it is, a, it is a level of game that he needs to, he needs to take up to another level. Like he, he needs to be a lot better with his headers. He needs to put those on target. I'm talking ball, so no pauses here. Like Erling being off, Chelsea playing out of their skin, DeSassi playing for a contract. Listen, it was a perfect storm. When I left there with a draw, I let rivals take their shots. I let rivals talk crazy. I let rivals talk reckless like City don't look like City. City don't look like they're able to do what they've been doing over the past years. Groundhog Day, 
repeat reruns. That's what it sounds to me. When people are talking about city don't look like city, you know how many times I hear that flawless? Yeah, I've heard that a lot. I'm, I'm tired of you lot. Yeah, yeah, I've heard no, that, that. I hear that. Like, I hear that. But I'm hearing, I'm hearing it in 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 terms of a, a form of disrespect, in form of city don't get back to their ways. This is reruns, and this is reruns to you older to you older generation. You know what I'm talking about. This young generation, they don't know what reruns are. Reruns, nah, they don't know about reruns. No, they don't know about reruns. <laughs> reruns is when the network puts a show on that played earlier in the year and they're playing it again. All right. What I'm hearing from rivals, city don't look like the city that we know. City aren't in the form that we're accustomed to. City are dropping points. Listen, I believe we're a point off. I think we're one point off of where we were last year. Jeez. Listen, rivals, <laughs> calm down. This is what we do. This is what we do. Now, it may not look the same way. It may not be as, as dominant because, again, if there's been one team that the league is going to study and they're going to be prepared for, it's going to be City. I, I actually find it a form of disrespect if I don't get the best effort from an opposing team. <laughs> when an opposing team does not do a low block like what Chelsea and Brentford did, I find it disrespectful. As you should, because it's like, wow, you think you can take us on the beat? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yo, listen, if I got, got Jurgen Klopp, Jurgen Klopp of Liverpool, him conceding and playing a lower defensive, the defensive setup than what he does typically, mm. all of y'all better respect my club and do the same thing. So when you don't, I'm like, mm, okay, okay. Let's mm. see what happens here. Every club, whether it's City or not, if you apply a low block, it's going to make the day long. It's going to make a result or goal-scoring opportunity tough. Unless it happens off a set piece or a big big error, typically it's going to be a long day. So I'm not, I, I don't stress anymore. Flawless, I don't stress anymore. I don't do watch-alongs because, again, the way I consume the – for me, watching City, I'm more of a – I'm a one-on-one I'm a one-on-one. -on -one yeah, you're trying to lock. You're trying to lock in. I, I get that. I, I get. I don't that. have yeah, time yeah, to yeah. look at the chat and see what the chat's saying. I get. If I, yeah, if yeah, I were yeah. to I do a watch along, it would literally be y'all are watching me because I ain't talking to you. <laughs> I would yeah, not yeah, be yeah. talking I, to you. I get the what you're saying. You have to lock in. Yeah, I got. I got to lock in. It's a tough balancing act. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. So that's why even during the game, I don't have the chat up. I'm like halftime. You lot, I'll get to. Like before the game, halftime or full time. There you go. And, and and there's no way I'm letting someone in the chat spoil something because of my time zone difference yeah, 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 yeah. and how long yeah. the internet takes to show me the goal. Like I'm not I'm not having that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm calm. I'm calm even when it was nil nil. I'm calm. So let me let me let me now travel in time and we talk about we talk about today's game. Mm. And actually, before I do that, I'm this is what's behind me, and I'm going to take myself off camera, but. Yeah. Let me do this. Don't <laughs> rely on refs. Agreed. Don't rely Agreed. on refs. That's how I was raised. Flawless. My, you know, shout out, he's no longer here. But when my dad said, you play and don't care what the ref sees or doesn't see. Mm -hmm. When uh, I grew up in a time where sometimes eh, you're playing the quote unquote Italian locals, you're not going to get any calls. You're gonna get fouled up. You play. Don't rely on no refs. And again, I'm no, I'm no pro. But you, when you, when you played and you did your little select, there's certain teams you would go to and you didn't expect to get any call that day. This nice. is my reminder for City fans: we ain't getting nothing from these refs ever. They don't want to see City win four. 
flawless. You, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, um, Chelsea, nobody wants to see this. The Prem doesn't want to see this. You think we're going to get calls from referees? What the refs, what the refs and Prem love, what they love right now is this three-horse race. You think there's a three-horse race if the calls go the right way for City? You think if we're three, four, or five points up, top of the standings, that they are able to run this story and talk about Arsenal and, and Liverpool the way they do? So, so let me ask you, Vito, you think the refs' calls in particular, I'm guessing, correct me if I'm wrong, it's more so the Chelsea game you're looking at, where you're like, we didn't get certain decisions in that game. Flawless. I don't know if you were able to watch that game. No, no, I watched. I was watching. I was so locked in. Yeah, yeah. When, I, when I see my, my young, my young developing warrior soldier in Jeremy Doku, mm. he's dancing on men. He's dancing and he's getting by them. You know, all they all that they can do? And there's a there's a notorious clip out there with Bernardo, um, oh, sorry, Bruno, trying to tackle him. And he misses once, tries to kick him out. He misses a second time. Um yeah. I know what you're talking about. I yeah, yeah, this. yeah. It's either Bruno or Anthony. I can't remember. But it was Anthony who kicked him. Yeah, Anthony who kicked him and then tried to, yeah. they, they squared up. But when you have a man, and you know this, if a man's, if a man is heartless, cold-blooded, and he's going to dance on you often, that mm -hmm. irritates the heck out of you. Like, like, Jeremy Doku got kicked. He got stepped on, I think. And I don't know what the eye in the sky, I don't know what VAR is supposed to do. Mm -hmm. But Canseco cleated, my man. He kicked for the ball. It looked like a reckless kick. Cleated, landed on my man. Ref was right there. Nothing. Okay. Like I said, I ain't relying on refs. I ain't relying on refs. I see Holland. I respect that because that's my stance. I don't rely on any refs. Don't rely on any refs. Now, I'm a, as a player, if the ref didn't see the elbow that I got, oh, I'm going to throw an elbow later in the game because – it goes it goes to go you go i go that's cool but i'll i'll let you set the level on, on where the violence goes but mm -hmm. i'm talking about jeremy doku miss call okay all right i know that holland is probably the strongest out there even amongst some of this some of the center backs all right the man's six four he's we know he's strong mm -hmm. when there's <laughs> when they want to put a wingman out there they want to put like an attacker to cover him in, inside the box like covering him for corners physicality is not going to be there. We know this. You got to try to get an advantage. You're going to hold him. You're going to pull him. I literally saw what looked to me like a rugby tackle on Holland. He's mm -hmm. so big, he's not going to get the call. Flawless, I know you watch NBA, so you, you'll understand this analogy. There was Shaq rules. Yeah, Hack, yeah, 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 yeah. There was, yeah, how could Shaq? There was legit Shaq rules. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so uh, one, player could, one player could get hit like this. They're going to call a foul. You hit like this on yeah. Shaq, he's just powering through you and he's dunking it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Facts. So what yeah, they yeah. ended up doing was pretty much like clotheslining <laughs> him to tackle him. Holland is like that. Holland is he's way too strong. And I'm seeing a lot, a, I see a lot, a lot not getting called on him. And I get it. Again, don't rely on the refs. So I saw those those examples. Yeah, found it a little questionable. Okay, you don't want to give you don't want to give the penalty. You don't want to give those to us. We play on. Chelsea, quality, Pride of London, I call them that all the time, and they've earned it. They're the reason why they're the, the Pride of London to win two UCLs recently, even before the new ownership, before the new ownership, they were, you know, they were winning titles. They did their thing. Hmm. Whether they remain there, that's another story. But they played 
like Poch was like, you know what? I may not win every game, but if I'm playing, they played, one of the, they, they played well. They, they, they played, played well. well. If I'm playing well, against one of the big or top six, I'm gonna show you. Right I'm gonna show you the impressed. manager that I am. So I, I was impressed. Well, I was impressed as well. Um, it's they took points off of us, but City have not lost to Chelsea since the Champions League. So there's 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 some there's some resentment there. There's some old blood. So the fact that we are able to get back and get that one point was vital because you know what's separating us? One point. One point right now is separating Liverpool and Manchester Mm -hmm. City. Mm -hmm. So every point's going to count. I'm looking at the game now today. We fast forward to 55, 56, 57. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. Flawless. This is what the Prem wants. This of course, yeah, because this want. is a great, easy, because this is easy to sell. Before we carry on, no, and Vader mm. continues giving his thoughts on City because I'm loving, I'm loving hearing from Vader right now in regards to this. Big up to the chat as well. I see you, but there's over nine, there's just under 100 people watching. I'm only at, how many likes we are? We are only at 41 likes. So let's get up to 80 Ooh, likes, like people. Like, check one, two, one, two, man. Hit that like button if you haven't. Hit the subscribe button. Make sure you subscribe to Vader's channel. I'm going to add the link into the title to football. Uh, Capo, big up for the super chat. I appreciate it. He says, you're referring to the 115 calls on or off the pitch. I'll let you respond to this. I'll respond to this. And listen, football, okay. Capo, listen, you got to be, I need you to, I need you to level up with this. The 115, that was last season, man. Like, spice it up. Flawless, he's a lyricist, so he knows he can't come through with the same rhyme every – he switches it up. So if you want to if you want to play around with the 115, I see what you tried to do off and on the pitch. Football, I ain't worried about the 115. It'll probably be end up – it'll end up maybe being like 10, 15 charges. And you know what they're going to charge me with? You know what they're going to charge me with, Capo? Resisting arrest. That's what they're going to charge me with. They're not going to charge me with any crime. They're going to charge me with resisting arrest, not cooperating with the investigation. That's what they're going to charge me with. All right. Nothing else is going to stick. And if it does, I'll hold my hands up and be like, I was wrong. But I believe the only thing City are guilty of is not cooperating and giving away information like we're guilty. That's it. First, first. But yeah, in regards, because a couple of people have mentioned it in the chat, in regards to the performance against, because mm-hmm. uh, you mentioned the ref and the performance against Chelsea not being good. Did that concern you in regards, because you was expecting a better performance? And obviously the standard is so high at Manchester City at what you expect. So this might this might come across a little nerdy, you know what I mean? And, and in, all, in all honesty, for us, mm-hmm. the way we consume football, the way we talk about it, we're geeks and nerds. Like, let's be real. The way the, the the amount of football that we consume, we fall into the geek nerd category in terms of how we're ingesting all of this. But when I look at when I look at the performance, it's never uh, it's never like oh our, our my team didn't show up today because I ha- I take a lot of things into account. I played midweek, I played Champions uh, League, and I played Champions League where Copenhagen. They were a lot tougher than I expected. I'm gonna be real with you. I know at the end of the day it was three one, but I had to rely. I had to rely on my star boy phone to get that late ninetieth goal. Good. But there, we were getting kicked up. And again, it's part of the game. We were getting kicked up. Silva, Bernardo Silva came off that pitch. Little knocked. Grealish didn't finish the game. 
injured. Yeah, we've been so injured. You know what I mean? K- KDB got kicked. Foden got kicked. It was like, eh. And I, those, listen, as much as we want to kind of ignore you, ignore it, you play on, I know there's residual effects. So now we mm-hmm. play against a Chelsea that were amped. And they should be. Like I said, I'm, I'm taking it as disrespect if I don't get your best game. I'm European and English champions. If you show up and you're not ready to play me and give it your all, you're a loser. Because when, when, when else are you going to play against the three-peat European and English champions? You know what I mean? So these players better do this. They better show it to me. Um, when, when I, if I see a scoreline of 5-6-0, I'm be like, oh, you ain't serious. You never took me serious. Or maybe your quality just kicked in. Flawless. If you don't show up, if you don't yeah. show up and have all 11 men inside the 18-yard box... Oh, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't well, playing win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you lot are capable, even if you do play super defensive, uh, at your best day, be in a team 4-5-0, or five, no? even if they're super defensive. You beat teams uh, into submission. We, we, we have, we have, but it's going to be a combination of things. Chelsea right. really didn't have to play for any standings, any points. If a team is maybe playing for survival, right, mm-hmm. if, if they're actually trying to maybe at least scrounger up a point, or if they were pl- trying to actually play for three points, that's when they kind of get taken because they, they got to go out and chase the game. If a game comes, if a team comes in there and they're like, we just don't want to get embarrassed, we're actually okay leaving here yeah. 1 0, it's a long day. It's a long day. And I've seen that in Champions League. I've seen that in Champions League. Atletico Madrid, I just saw them do this to Inter today, but Atletico Madrid two years ago, they were like, <laughs> they were like, listen, the first leg of this, We'll leave here nil-nil. We'll leave here nil-nil. And then the next game, if we score one, we're cool with it. We'll we'll defend for the rest of our lives. The mm-hmm. games like that happen. So if a team doesn't set up to if a team doesn't set up to really be dis- defensive, I'm kind of questioning it a little bit. I'm questioning a little bit. Um now this this Bretford game, I thought. I thought defensive was one thing until I saw them. And this is how I know teams respect City at a different level. Because I didn't, I, I'm watching games, I'm studying. Like I said, I, I kind of geek out on this. I see how Bretford set up and played against Liverpool. I see how they set up and play against Arsenal and Chelsea. They ain't played like that against me. As much as I know there's like, they're going to be defensive, they did not play like that against me. And they had Tony. Tony was back in the squad. I'm seeing my man, who's on fire, by the way. He's scoring. I'm seeing my man in the 18-yard box in his end. I see him him in his end in the 18-yard box trying to get the ball off um, Diaz and Akanji. I'm like, what, what's going on here? So, listen, I'm happy with the result. That 1-0, if you want to question performance, some days I'm, it's just not going to be there. Some days it's just going to be get the result and get out of there. At this at, in, in, at this stage, I just want healthy bodies because I'm watching. I'm looking over my shoulder, flawless. I'm looking over and I saw, well, Liverpool just got a little injury bug. Mm-hmm. And I know that play. I know that plays in the mind of a manager. A manager is going to be like, do I risk taking on bringing on KDB? Do I bring him on even though this game's looking a little late? May not get this goal that we need. Do I bring him on? You know, I, I can't afford to, for him to get injured, though. So no, I'm okay. That. I'm okay with the decisions that he made. 
people that want to bring it, people that want to try to kill some of my players, y'all just need to relax. Jeremy Talk Doku, young soldier, young warrior. Doku received a, a lot of criticism for that game against Chelsea in particular. I see that Tons. a lot of criticism. Tons. And hard. even before that, you know what it was? I think I think it was I think it was the Bournemouth game where my man almost had five GA. I think yeah. he, he was close to having a hat trick and he had two assists, right? They as soon as that performance happened, because listen, you're not supposed to come to City and cook right away. As mm. soon as that happened, everybody on alert. Everybody's ready. I need I need to snipe him. I need to mm. get him in my crosshairs and I need to snipe him the first bad game he has. And, and I'm going to continue on it. So listen, for him to be for him to be nice year one, never expected it. And for him to get criticized the way he does, I know that he's a nice player because it's 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 actually too much. The criticism is too heavy. So it's like listen, they're piling on now, maybe to bring some doubt to the city fan base, or, or maybe to creep into the player himself because we know these players are 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 on socials. But what I'm seeing from him, I don't I don't get from any other players. As fantastic as Jack Grealish has been, as great as as um, I'm seeing Oscar Bob play, even with regards to Foden, the yeah. the way he's able to the way he's able to dance and still attack onto the net, he has mm -hmm. a different pace to it. There's a reason why Mbappe said he was his favorite player to watch when he was over in Liga. Mm -hmm. He's he's he just has a different style about him. Now, does he need to slow the game down a little bit? Does he need to get into the same choreography? Because we know that's what Pep does. Pep is pretty much, he's a dance choreographer. He's yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. He wants the, the dance routine and everybody goes. Exactly. Go. You move here. And at this point, when you get here, that's when I want you to move. That's how he, that's how he does his thing. That's how he does his thing. So right now, Doku's not quite in step. Holland, Foden, Bernardo Silva on that opposite side, they're not quite in step with, okay, he's beat his man. Should I expect him to go far post? Should I expect a cutback? Is he going to continue to drive towards the net? That type of synergy hasn't happened yet. So I'm calm as a fan. And maybe it's because of the, the platinums. I got the wisdom. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I'm not stressed about it. What he brings is very different. And it's different, it's different from what Jack Grealish does. Because Jack won't necessarily beat you like that. But he'll have you guess that he's going byline, cuts it on his right. And now you're stressing because the pace that he's coming across on his right hand foot you got to worry about whether he's going to do the r1 circle finesse shot or if he's going to line it up for holland but doku's just not in sync yet and i Again. think that's something that you can teach a lot easier than it is for him to beat a man and to recognize that i'm also saying this and you guys could say i'm long-winded or vader you, you talk too much no i'm making up for your chest man that's what you're hmm. here to do that's why the flow is what, yours. what if i'm going to be critical of doku Here's where I'd be like, listen, you gotta you gotta take the North American sport approach. You gotta go back because they call it film study. You gotta watch that game and you gotta go back and then big screen. Um, sure, this he's, he's got like a 65, 75 inch TV screen at, at his place, but he needs to put mm -hmm. the game back on. And and mm -hmm. film studies actually they'll actually chop it up and just show you just Break solely his possessions. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uh -huh. just needs to watch. Okay, they're defending me with two, or maybe I should. I should look to cut it back on my right because then I'm involving two defenders. Or if I do beat my man on the left-hand side, I should know that I can get, always get back to my right cutback. There's certain things that he's just going to need to add to his game because no disrespect, many players, and it's, it's, it's natural, you go off of instinct. You go off of, 
okay, I know I can get this move off of this player and I can I can put myself in a threatening position. But when he starts taking into account where his teammates will be and the teammates can kind of read it because he's putting the ball in dangerous spots. Like when 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 rivals want to talk, oh, he's um oh, I heard some disrespect. They tried to say he was um he was a poor man's maximum. Yeah, I did hear about that. Yeah, I heard some that. nonsense like that. Like let's even even how they treated that man was disrespectful. Because listen, if you had a manager that would t- show him to slow down or actually say, okay, we know you can get by your guy, but once you get by one, you don't need to get by two. Or once you get by one, you don't need to you don't need to embarrass him and then and then kill him again. You know what I mean? So there's certain things that the players can can add to it. But once Doku knows if I'm if I beat my guy and I'm going left and I've already got the pace on it, if mm-hmm. the teammates also know, okay, he's gone past. I'm now seeing the, the the center back now come over to go guard guard him or defend him. He's going to give me the cutback. Mm-hmm. Or if that happens to be case, then I know that oh he's peeling off. Let me now drift off Holland and go far post because he's going to lob it over top. Like just it's just familiarity. So I am calm with it. If anyone wants to say sell Doku or get him out of the city, you're you're crazy. You're crazy because he is a difference maker. Doku is going to be, and and again for my FIFA game because I play with City only when I play online and I I do the I do the friendlies, or the seasons. I need I need I need Doku. I need that pace. I need that pace and that five star. I need that. Mm. I need that. Yeah, pace is definitely important, in particular for someone who plays FIFA. Like yes, you know what I'm saying. Who plays clubs? Pace is vitally important. Before we continue to run up the likes, people, you're clearly here, clearly entertained. The link for Vader's channel is in the title, people. So click the link in the title. It opens up a new tab. Make sure you continue to get your questions in. Please just keep them Manchester United or Manchester City related. Of course, if you super chat, we'll get straight to it. But Vader's got a lot to say on everything Manchester City. And like I said, when he, when he messaged me back and said he's got a lot to say, I knew <laughs> a lot of it was going to be in regards to the criticism Manchester City and some individuals received after... <clears throat> After the Chelsea game, run up the likes on this though. Girls up to 80 likes and subscribe. It is road to 10,000 subscribers. And big up to my guy, Sheik. You lot make sure you subscribe to Sheik TV as well. He says, I may have asked this before, but Vato, who do you think is a bigger threat in the league? Arsenal or Liverpool, both looking very good in my opinion. Both in good form, both getting good results. Like you said, you got Liverpool a point ahead of you, Arsenal a point behind you. Good yeah, question, yeah, yeah, and listen, listen, that's a very good question. And it's important to ask week after week because because th- things change. Right. You know what I mean? So I said this beginning of the season, I was like, listen, as I know Arsenal, they showed a lot of spending intent this this summer. They went out and splashed 105 on Declan Rice. All right. They went out, they got they got Timber. I know Timber's hurt. They went out and spent another 65 on Kai Havertz. I th- I'll hold my hand up, I, flawless. I don't know if you if you agree or disagree. I don't think Kai Havertz is worth sixty five. No, but the fact, but the fact that they were like, we want this profile player. We're spending sixty five. It showed how much they wanted it. You know what I mean? We could both go to a flea market and be like, oh yo yo yo, that jewelry looks kind of. We're buying jewelry at the at the flea market. Yo yo, that looks kind of nice. Um, twenty bucks, and you're like, nah, thirty. Let me cop that. Just shows it may not be the value, but you wanted it that much more. Kai Havertz is nowhere near sixty-five. Oh, yeah, nowhere near. But Arsenal, their management, the manager was like, "Here's the profile of players I want. 
let's go out and go after this league. So I didn't look at them as, as major threats because I thought Liverpool were going to get back to it because I also saw – I see Klopp do this all the time. He has, well, he has a really good season and then he, then he stinks to bed. He has a really good season and then, then he stinks to bed. Like the way he runs his players, like, again, it's so aggressive, heavy metal. They, they can't sustain that year after year. There's a reason why they went – they did their Champions League. They went in. They went and won the won the league the next year, and then the year after that, they weren't able to sustain it. Right. So Klopp is he's, he's heavy metal. Right now, though, because of the injuries, TB. Because of the injuries right now, mm-hmm. the scales the scales tipping. Man, it's tipping to Arsenal in your opinion. It's tipping towards Arsenal, and the the way they're smashing these teams. Look, okay, talk about it. I'm I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna say this. If if you haven't been able to do something for a while, right? Let, let me use a let me use a workout analogy. If you if you tried your best, you're not able to press two hundred, right? Mm-hmm. The day you do it, you ain't looking at two hundred the same way. You're like, okay, I, I got that. Mm-hmm. Arsenal were at the point where they couldn't get wins. They couldn't get wins off Liverpool, right? Mm-hmm. I hear I hear large Liverpool accounts. They refer to Arsenal as their side chick. Anytime they wanted three points, anytime they wanted it, they got it. You, they haven't been able to call Arsenal that the last two years. The last two years, Arsenal a win and a draw, no wins mm-hmm. for Liverpool the last two years. So when I see that, when I see that that confidence grow, because literally after playing Liverpool, you you haven't seen the same Arsenal. You're seeing a different. You're seeing a different cutthroat arsenal you're seeing an arsenal where they'll score one two goals and they still want more past years they would score one two and they'd hold on for life mm-hmm. they, they wouldn't put teams to they wouldn't they wouldn't kill off teams they wouldn't dead them now you're seeing five nil six nil whether it continues i don't know but i've seen a change in their confidence so that's why it's kind of tittering and i also think there's a huge there's a huge mental motivation now because everybody knows it's clops last year well, you- everybody and the 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 biggest thing that Liverpool fans are fearful of, they, they won't admit it. They'll, they'll, they'll try to skate around it. They won't talk about it. Because a lot of them only remember Klopp in his challenging years. They ignore the early years before he won the Champions League, before he challenged and, and beat Pep. They ignore, they ignore the years before that. And they ignore the years where he stumbled. Oh, we had a we had a defensive center back injury plague. Last year was was an irregular year. All they remember is the quad chase, and they they're only now calling it the quad chase. Before that, they call it the quad year. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I called a lot of them out. What are you calling it a quad year for? You didn't win anything. You didn't, you didn't win, win a quad. You won two. Yeah, you won two. Yeah, yeah, so now they've rebranded. They call it the quad chase. All right, the quad chase. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're on a they're on a quad chase this year. I'm assuming. I, I, I call it a baby quad. That's what I think it is. Baby it's quad. Baby they're on a quad. they're on a baby quad chase right it's now. It's a baby right? quad. Yeah, like mini me. All right. So <laughs> this is <laughs> so this is what's happening with Liverpool right now. But they won't they won't admit this. They won't admit that the biggest the biggest damage that Klopp's legacy is going to take. It's not losing the league to Arteta. Solely, mm-hmm. I mean, that would be huge if they were to lose the league. Because oh yeah, if they lose the league, to, uh, yeah, 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 that would be tremendous. And again, I'd, I'd be, I'd be upset with that because that means I'm not getting my four peat. Mm-hmm. But even if you scale it back, if Arsenal finish above Liverpool again, 
or if Mikel Cone Man for Pep finishes above the great Jurgen Klopp for the second year in a row, in a time when it was supposed to be the Klopp and Pep era, listen, his legacy's done. His legacy's done. What what does it mean? He's he's in the Klopp Pep era when he's he's finished outside of the top two for not mm-hmm. one, two, three years since I'm I'm using your words, Liverpool fans, since challenging. Since challenging, if he finished outside of the top two for three years, what what, what are we talking here? What are you talking about here? And then stop with this short list of Klopp being one of the best Prem managers ever. In the Prem, he won one league, and he's only won one of each trophy. Yeah, he's one of everything. Buffet sentence. Yeah, so, so you're, you you can't you can't disrespect him, or sorry, you can't disrespect the former managers because in nine years, that's all that he's won. When you have um, Arsene Wenger, who won three, he won three league titles in nine years. Mm-hmm. You, obviously, we would never put him in the category of talking with Sir Alex Ferguson, but Jose Mourinho won two, and he was able to win back to back. Yes, I'm, I don't even entertain the, the same way. I don't entertain Phil Foden and and Saka talks. The yeah. same way I don't entertain that. I don't entertain the Pep and Klopp talk. Yes. Whether you want to rephrase it and talk about pound for pound, we know what's we know what you're doing when you're talking about pound for pound. Manager to manager, Klopp is better than Klopp. Plep. Sorry, Klopp is no way better than Pep. Whether you want to use how much he spent or not, there's a reason why. Flawless. There's a reason why when you go into the bank and you're like, yeah, I want the black card. They're like, yeah, no problem, Mr. Flawless. Mm. They can trust you with the credit line. They can trust you. They know you're going to spend wisely. A man like Klopp's going to go in and know that we're going to need a cosign. We're going to need someone else to kind of back up because we don't trust you spending that much. Mm. Pep has earned the trust of his ownership. Oh, you say you need this? You say you need that? Yeah, yeah. We know you're going to deliver. Klopp, nah, nah. You're on an allowance, Klopp. Let's see how you work with this before we give you more. So let's stop with these comparison. Pep is the guy. And Klopp, Liverpool fans, I know you don't want to bring it up. I know you get a little little scared. If Mikel Arteta, two years in a row, finishes above your guy on his last year, on the farewell tour, the last lap, the summer is going to be long. And it's not even coming from me. I know this man over here. I know this man over here is going to be on your necks. Klopp is not going to survive. Your fan base will not survive the way Flawless is going to go after you if you feel if you finish below Mikel Arteta. If, if, you, if you don't win the Premier League, uncomfortable conversations about him. And it's one Liverpool fans don't like having, but hey, you know. We, we we will we will see how this season falls out. So currently, right now, you think Arsenal are a bigger threat than Liverpool? Where do you yeah. have it right now? Okay, right now, cool. Arsenal are a bigger threat. The injury plague to Liverpool is a huge Injuries. part of that, and them taking the Ar- uh, flawless the, that loss, Liverpool taking that loss to Arsenal, that was embarrassing. That that was that was to be a that was to be a game where it's like, listen, we are. I'm saying we. It's supposed to be mm-hmm. Liverpool and Arsenal are going for this title chase. Mm-hmm. They didn't play against Arsenal like they wanted to be involved in this title chase, and 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 to actually, and, and I think I said this last week to actually think that you can drop points and it's all calm. How uh, these are two these are two of the three 
horses in this title chase, in this horse race. Mm-hmm. You can't draw points to one of the one of the racers. The way they played was was wild to me. And they again, I know they've gotten results since, but they don't look convincing. Liverpool don't look convincing to me. Well, first. And big up to him as well. He's been a member of the channel for two months, says Wagwan Flawless Invader. Big up to you, him. If you don't want to join the membership, links in the pinned comment. Big up Joe Sell as well, man. Big up Flawless. Hey, love for the kind words, Joe Sell. Much appreciated. You lot continue to get your questions in. And Warrior Jay says, speaking of defence, are you concerned about Manchester City's defence recently? Listen. Good question, Warrior Jay. Yeah, Warrior, that, that's, a very, that's a very good question. But, it's not as simple to, as for me to say I'm, I'm concerned about the defense because I think it's a combination. I think, I think the way we've been looking a little leaky and vulnerable, it's because of the connection between the defense and the midfield. Mm-hmm. Like when, when, Pep was, when Pep had everything just smooth, we could, I could easily close my eyes and know what the midfield starters would be. He's either going to have Rodri, KDB, and Silva, or he's probably going to have Rod at the time. He'd have Rodri, KDB, and Gunnigan. You know what I mean? It was just there was just certain uh, certain stability there, where it's just like, okay, I know I know what to expect. Yeah, it was secure, one hundred percent. Regardless of what he did with the back four, if he if he was switching it up, having a, a, a Kanji or Ake or Diaz or Stones or Walker, um, even at times he'd sometimes put Rico Lewis back there. Nah, it's cool. It's calm because I know this the, the connection between the midfield and the defense was there. He's been switching it up. The fact that Nunez new to the new to the team, right? The fact that he's putting Alvarez. I know it's year two for Alvarez, but Alvarez is a striker. Alvarez at best is like yeah, he's not a midfielder. No, he's not he a. And not a I would even argue that he's not even like a, a true ten. He's like mm-hmm. a nine and a half, like a nine and a half. He's kind of a hybrid in that space. So Pep. Pep's challenging these players, trying to see how they can how they can adjust, whether they can play it. Because there's going to be times where whether it's whether it's rest, whether it's rotation, he's going to have these players play out of position. I think that my biggest concern is, uh, and when sorry, when we were doing our thing last season, hmm. Arsenal fans hate when I say this, but when we did our in- invincible run in the Champions League, Walker wasn't wasn't actually like our tried and true right back. He was playing a kanji. He was playing a kanji back there. He had stones doing the inverted thing, and then he had he had Diaz and Ake. Like, so right now we're playing games. Walker is a captain. Walker's, in my opinion, he's given up some really soft goals. Like I talked about earlier, why you you should never give Sterling his right foot. So it's just yeah, really I don't get that. like that. He should know like not to let Sterling cut in his right foot. One hundred percent. One hundred percent. And I was yelling my head off when that happened but the the defense i'm actually kind of calm with even when pep is doing gavardial and he's switching up ake all that i'm like i kind of get it it's the midfield and it's the midfield that's got new new to the club kovatich it's got nunez it's got alvarez in all roles that i don't think they're quite comfortable with right now Foden in that midfield i'm calm with because he's been he's been around he knows kdb's back brain injury is calm but am i am i concerned I'm more, I'm more concerned, actually, against, quote-unquote, the lesser teams than I am against the teams that are, like, the most threatening ones, the, the big six or top six. Because mm-hmm. I, think, I think there might be a little too lackadaisical, a little too, okay, they're, they're not too much of a threat. 
Um, but yeah, that's the only time, man. That's the only time. No, first, and big up to um, Miano. You know what I'm saying? He had a, an opening but to your surname, Sidom. He says, the greatest Hassan troll with the greatest American waffle troll. <laughs> this link up will be fire. Hey, I appreciate the kind words. What a compliment <laughs> that is. Big up to you, my guy. Much appreciated, man. Big up. Wow. Big up every single time, <laughs> I had the greatest Hassan troll. Hassan winds himself up, but salute. And big up to Hassan. Make sure mm. you go subscribe to that Joke Man's channel. This is for people. <laughs> Make sure you do so. Make sure you do that. And well, Kevin DeBron as well, obviously. Didn't have his best game against Chelsea. Didn't play. Didn't get on the pitch today against mm. Brentford. But I believe with a few more minutes, if it was still nil, he would have got on the pitch. Do you like how Pep is managing like his minutes and him not playing today? Because you mentioned this on the last show. You mentioned it on this show in regards to playing midweek games. Yeah. So do you like yeah. that? From I like. From Pep? I like it. I th I actually think KDB is one of those players where you have to tell him you're not playing. Okay. KDB is one of those players. If he has a little little injury, something's lingering, he'll play through it. Yeah. I I think the whether it's the medical staff, the training staff, or whatever, or Pep. Now nah, you're sitting today, and mm. I said this. I have I've had this conversation with other city fans, and some some agree, some disagree. But as a player, yes, you win and you raise, you show the armpits, you raise the trophy, but there's still a little bit of your like still want more what if had i been on the pitch so mm -hmm. against chelsea in champions league freaking rudiger hurts my man you had to you had to exit the pitch right mm -hmm. exit the pitch i think um injury to his face to his i think his um eyes then the next year he had to leave the pitch because of his hamstring and he played with a slight tear in that hamstring ever since early Champions League against Bayern, mm. played through it. Yes, he was important for us. Without his, without his influence, without his uh, performances, especially against Real Madrid, we're not in that Champions League final. Mm. And he started that Champions League. He had to get subbed off. My star boy, Phil Foden, filled in, and it's, it's been a, it was a wrap, right? But as a player, I didn't play my full 90, or I didn't. I, I exited the game because of an injury, not because it was necessarily something tactical, or or I left everything on that pitch. I'm I'm tired. I'm done. So I think something like that for him. He's like, he wants to get back. He wants to get back to that Champions League and then leave leave a lasting impression, not having to be taken off the game, taken out mm -hmm. of the game. I think Pep is managing that. I think Pep is keeping that in mind. I almost have to protect you from yourself a little bit. I know I'm going to need you late in the season. You're sitting today. And his performance against Chelsea, listen, some of those freaking GA, all they look at is sofa score and GA, and they want to be like, oh, my man, ghost. My man didn't show up. Where's his assist? Where's his goal? Okay, listen, if you're going to look at a player and you're going to look at what he contributes and all you're going to look at is whether it's a GA, that's on you. Uh, I, I, wasn't, I wasn't raised that way. You could tell, man. I've circled this sun many times. I wasn't raised that way. I don't just go off the GA. But... If a man is ghosting, but he put in so many threatening crosses on a plate or in positions where typically the striker would have put those away or put those on target, what are we doing here? So yeah. my man crosses it, and I, I'm going I'm going whether it's GA or not. If my man crosses it and it ends up to be a volley or a header from a striker or an attacking player, and it happens to go on net, you're going to discredit what he just did. Or if my man happens to do the same cross and the player skies it 
And it should be, it should have been a shot on target, but he skies it. You're going to discredit and say, my man didn't show up. Come on now. Like, let's, let's not do this. I know there's a lot of, there's a lot of lazy takes out there because it sounds good. Oh, where's, where's, where's KDB's GA? Where did he show up? He's ghosted. He's spamming crosses. Okay. If five out of those 10 crosses were actually threatening and the player on the other end should have put those on target or made something Mm -hmm. of them, let's, let's kind of relax here. And the way Chelsea were defending, they defended very well. Defended there wasn't well. really much you, you could have done unless you were looking for some fancy foot, messy dribbling past one man getting in the 18-yard box and then, you know, doing what he does. So that's an aspect of where we need to improve. But let's let's relax with this GA talk, man. It's it's lazy. It's lazy. I, I almost I almost want to hit dislike on some of the videos when I hear people just want to talk about GA. I don't do it, but I feel like it because it's la- it's it's such a lazy take. Fair enough. I would say, yeah, GA with me with GNA, I think it's all in regards to context. Like, yes, from my attacking players, I am looking for you to get GNA. Yes. You can't just be out there playing well. But then it's both. I keep saying this, people always act like it's one or the other. Flawless, flawless. How are you gonna kill how are you gonna kill one of your creative players, right? the Mm. players within the buildup? How are you gonna kill them for not having, in this case, A, an assist Mm. when they've served it up? But the player didn't score the goal, but it should have yeah, been a yeah, goal. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. You got to create. Yes, yes. So I yes, get it. Oh, kill, kill, you know, kill, cr- mm-hmm. crash it on the striker for not scoring the opportunity. But then let's rewind and let's realize that creative player, in this case KDB, did serve something that should have been in, should have been an assist. So yeah, you, can't, you can't have both, man. You can't have both. No, I get so, that. I fully get what you're saying with that, and people get that mistaken where it's not just GNA, and then it's not just. I test is both. I say this yeah. all the time. You can pass the eye test and also get stats. Because yeah, I'm yeah, expecting yeah. my attacking players to get numbers, yes, because they're of a certain quality. But also, it can't be you solely rely on that. Because I say this all the time. If you only score goals as an attacking player, what happens when you don't score? Thank you. What are you doing? Thank and then if that's the case, in your, you better be scoring at an alarming rate. You better be more than there you go. You better be 40, 50 goals and winning those games. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And people always get that mistake and then like, oh, well, such and such, he's, he's getting GNA. What's he doing for the team outside of that GNA? Because yeah. GNA alone is not going to win you anything. When you look at any successful team, whether it's Manchester City now, whether it's Liverpool, whether it's Arsenal in the past, whether it's Manchester United in the past, if you look at their attacking players when they were successful, Premier Leagues, Champions Leagues or both, the attacking players got goals and assists and also played well. Yeah. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. That's why people act like it's one or the other. No. It's not. Don't bring me all this GNA talk. You know what I'm saying? It's not solely that. That is a part of it. Yes, put up numbers, but also play well. Because I've seen Whatever. many players do it. And big up to Jesse says, Flores can back me up. I still call players I like us, even if they get all the goal or assist. Yeah, like it can happen. Mm-hmm. 100% it can happen. It's like Ganacho, he got an assist in the game against Luton. Did he play well in that game? Absolutely not. And look mm-hmm. at the assist he got. It was a shot. And Holland was, was good enough to and yeah. was smart enough to flick it goalwards. And it's a very yeah. clever finish from him. Very, very smart and shows his confidence. But that would get noted as an assist for um yep. for Gennacho. That's not no assist. That's not <laughs> what are we doing out here? I did, like the main yeah. no goal against Wolves, like Forson got an assist for that. That's not mm. an assist. But technically mm. it is an assist. They'll go down on the assist chart. Like, come on. Come yeah. On. Nah, it's wild. I I did give Hoyland ratings for that because it did it did require some creativity and like quick, quick thinking. And it, it's not something you attempt for the first time either. Like he's, he's obviously thought 
you know, there's going to be times where, yeah, I'm going to have to deflect it. We see it often in, in NHL, the hockey, where you're going to you're going to try to just put it on net. But he was clever on putting it in a spot where the keeper wasn't. Yeah, like that's smart. Like, because when I've seen it at first, I thought it just hit. Actually, mm. first I thought it was the low, and I thought Ganacho has just struck the shot and it's just hit okay. the low and gone in. And I think it was offside because I believe there was a player down on the ground. And mm. then when I watched it back, I was like, oh, it's Hoyland. I was like, oh, he meant that. People yeah. trying to take away from it. No, that's a very, very good finish. It's mm. a very, very good finish because one, you can't teach that. And two, if he doesn't score that, we're not criticizing him. Yeah, yeah, like you could yeah. easily have tried to stoop a little bit lower and get his head on the ball and try to flick it, but he's been, he's been what's the word I'm looking for? He's been smart and realized, all right, the only way I can the only way I can score is by doing this mm-hmm. and chested it goalward. Very very clever, man. Very clever. Warrior J says, Veto, I have a question. What do you think is Manchester City's best? And he put best in quotation mark midfield this season. What do you think your best midfield trio midfield trio is this season? So it might be a duel. Yo, warrior man, what's with these questions? Because this isn't this isn't a simple just a one-two right now. Let, Rodri and Pep said this. Rodri's been our best midfielder. I think he's actually said Rodri's the best midfielder in the world. Um, and I think if you were to consider what he does defensively and offensively, you'd have to agree. Um, so I definitely have him. Anyone that wants to talk about, you know, they have a better six, like we can have the conversation, but I'm I'm gonna win it. So, for future debates, if anyone wants to say that they've got a better six than Rodri, let's have the combo. But you'll be wrong. Um, then, listen. There's a reason why Klopp had to come off mute. He had to let the world know in a press conference that the whole prem was shook when KDB was just doing warm ups on the side of the pitch. KDB's that guy. KDB is that guy, and I'm so glad I've been fortunate to watch him play. Um, no one, absolutely no one does what KDB does. Not like, nice. you know, the disrespect I saw Staffy say. Um, Shout out Staffy. Oh, freaking Staffy goes, KDB Fernandes or something like that, or Bruno KDB. He said, tried to make a reference that the two of them are the same player. So disrespectful. I think he was trolling. I think he's on his top red stuff. He's, is that recent? He said. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's he's had a wrestling change and he's, he's gone from a heel to a face. He's gone from a bad guy. Oh, to a this guy. Thing. And he's this... doing the whole, you know, saying top red stuff. He's doing shout out to stuff. You know, this, guy, this guy's a joker. So I, I have to have Rodri. I have to have KDB. But here's where it gets difficult because I've got I've got in my possession my club. I'm so blessed to have. Phil Foden and Bernardo Silva. I've got the two of them. So I think I think if I were to execute this in a Champions League, I would actually look to have Bernardo Silva on the right wing because of the versatility. And I would actually have in my midfield Rodri, KDB, and Foden. So that's the three you would go with. That's okay. the three I would go with. All right, why Bernardo? So why Bernardo Silva are wide and not folded and Bernardo Silva central? Just asking our interest. Because, because Bernardo's work rate out on that right wing in terms of supporting defensively, and even when even with what he's able to do in terms of like holding the width a little more, mm-hmm. I'd have him out there. Yes. But Knowing Pep, he's going to interchange them throughout the game. You might see phone out wide and come back centrally. But 
for for what I've seen, and Foden had a fantastic game playing playing centrally. And when and when KDB was hurt, Foden stepped his game up. So I think mm. this season it would be Foden, KDB, and Rodri. Okay, first, first. Mm. And Jez says, he's also another question. Is it time to replace um, someone? Is it time to replace to look to get something long-term ready for the right-back at Manchester City? Because you mentioned Sakar Walker and his uh, you, performances. Uh, YG, man. What the heck? Big up Jez, man. Exactly. <laughs> City TV community what got the, the questions on deck. And they don't get to talk to City representatives often. So, like, hey, they, they want to know. They want to know. Listen, the fact that, the fact that Walker is 32... I think he's 32. It's yeah, it's time to look for a replacement. Um Walker's been incredible. Absolutely incredible. He's he's 32. The 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 pace is still there surprisingly. And the reason why I think he's still at City is because of those occasional matchups if we happen to be if we I'm happen to be facing a Real studio. Madrid or we happen to be facing a PSG, you need that walker. You need that walker. So this might be his last season, to, to tell you the truth. Um, I think I think he's actually not under contract. Um, so who do we replace him with? I wish I could answer that. I don't even, I don't, Rico, I, don't, I don't think Rico would be long-term, like even in terms of, um, what Jez is talking about long term, I think we would still go out and get someone. Um, Rico has been playing a lot more centrally, actually. He's been flirting in that inverted midfield yeah. role, right? So do you see him playing central midfield or do you see him playing right back and inverting? Or do you think he's good playing, no, I see him playing right back and inverting, but on occasion, and again, I, I'm not, I don't want to be disrespectful to Rico Lewis because he put in a shift against um, uh, Mo Salah last season in certain games. Man was man was nice in terms of playing, doing what we needed at right back. But I think the fact that he's young, he still needs to strengthen up. Long term, I think we go out and get somebody. Um, and and Pep of all of all positions, he's like, I'm gonna get that player that's probably gonna be long term because he he went out. He said, listen, Kyle Walker, that profile, I, I want that. And Kyle Walker was never, I mean. Many city fans are are angry and and kind of cuss him out because his his ball playing skills aren't quite there. But he's he's transformed himself. When he first arrived, he was not doing not even anything close to what he's doing now. He's doing so much now that Pep's actually trusting him to almost play right wing at times, right? Nice. But um, his he doesn't deliver the best crosses. He's a little too slow, two touches before he passes it. But what he does defensively, I. There hasn't been anyone better. There hasn't been anyone better to lock up a speedy, tricky wing player like Vinny or even uh, or even Mbappe. So long term, I think we go out and get somebody. Is there anyone in particular you would, that you see and you're like, yeah, him? So out at Fulham, we got an American right back. Is he right? Is he your right back? Is, who? Oh, is it Johnson? I think. Oh, let me, let me look real quick. I think. Um, I think he was. I think he's their right back. But there's no one. This is what. This is what. 
I get you if there's no one stand out because to me there's no right back. The chat is saying Robinson, Robinson, Robinson. Yeah, Robinson. Mm-hmm. I said Johnson. My bad. Robinson is. But Robinson, yeah, he's a left back. You talking about the Fulham player? Yeah, is he left back? He's not yeah, a right. He's back. a left back. Yeah, he's a left oh. back. Robinson. He's a left back. Jacob just said Frimpong, and obviously he's been highly touted. I've not watched. He him is, yet. but a lot of people want him. A lot of people mm-hmm. want him. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know. I don't know if we'd go in for something like. I don't think we'd go in for a player like highly competitive like that. I think it's going to be okay. He's a little, little raw right now, a little unrefined. Mm-hmm. We scoop him up, but right back is going to be a position we'll need to fill because I don't think he. I don't think Walker looking for because he Walker was rumored to go to Bayern. Walker yeah, was. He was. Rumored, the, the, you know I mean, the, the last season. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was. He was. So, he was. so he's not going to remain much longer, but. We're going to need to shore up at right back. I think we're probably, with what we did this past season, you know, we, we went out and we got some young talent that not, aren't joining us until next year. But I think we've, we've shored up um, our, our left wing and Savio. If, an, if a player leaves, that's going to lead to another question. But uh, – can't answer. I can't answer the, the the right back question. I'm gonna do my homework though, and I'm gonna nah, leave. First, no, I get you. you know what I'm saying because I want United to get a new right back, but there's no one that I can pinpoint and say yes, go and get him. Mm. But I, so I, I hate hear, the, I hate the rumors at left back about Alfonso Davies though. Yeah, he's talking about going Real Madrid. Yeah, he's going to Real Madrid. Like now, nah, I'm all for yeah. it, man. You lot need to be stopped. I'm tired of you lot in Europe. You know what I'm saying? Madrid and Mbappe do what must be done. Yeah, They're the only yeah. thing stepping between you lot and dominance in Europe. Wallace, what are you doing? So, like, Wallace, no, no, no. what are you doing? What, are you, what you mean, what am I doing? Is it... No, what are you doing right <laughs> now? <laughs> Listen, am I lying? We've only am won one. What are you talking about dominance? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And you lot could easily... No, no, no. It's stopping potential. It's outside Real Madrid Real needs to be stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's kind of success, <laughs> What are we talking about? <laughs> Their success, though, Buffer me. They are 14. We are three. We ain't in the race regardless. And we won't be in the conversation for a long time. You lot could easily, let's say, let's say Pep hypothetically stays for the next five years. If you lot continue to move at the rate you're at, you're gonna be favorites for the champs. And you lot could get you lot could potentially could, as much as it pays me to admit, get two Champions Leagues in the next five years. Then you have European pedigree. Then you're level with us. Nah, 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 nah. I still think you're going for Pete. So when I say you must be stopped, they're the only thing. To me, you're the two best teams in Europe right now. I think third, fourth, and fifth are way behind you lot. And I would have Madrid or City as heavy favourites against anybody in the competition. Heavy, oh, sorry, this is, this heavy, heavy favourites in the competition in any two-legged time. Wallace, this is crazy. This is crazy. How's it crazy? How? No, because How? We, Explain, we, we don't want Real Madrid with another Champions League, man. Yeah, I do. I no. do. Why would I not? I'm two of my favourite players. First and foremost, that's second best option. Favourite option, which is not going to happen. So no one say, oh, it's never going to happen. Alfonso Davies and Kylian Mbappe are two of my favourite players in general. Like, yeah. in Europe. Like, Kylian Mbappe, my favourite player. Alfonso Davies probably top five for me. I would love to see them at Old Trafford. Guess what? It's never going to happen. So second best is Real Madrid. Because you must, you lot must be stopped in Europe. Because no one ain't stopping you here. So it's like, all right, Europe, your time. Because even when I look at the Prem, Klopp's leaving. Arsenal yeah. are still going to have Arteta. We could have Ten Hag or a new manager. Who else is there? You lot could five Pete. Okay, let us win a second one before you do these. No, 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 no. I didn't want you to get one. So you're not the only thing. No, no, no. You must be stopped right now. Cut the water right uh, now. Hey, hey, Mbappe, 
Alfonso Davies, Real Madrid, you must. What what happens is you lot go and get Alfonso Davies or some stupid just like that. No, 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 no that's not happening. We're 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 secure on the le- at the left back for sure. Um, Mbappe to City would be something though. I'm not yeah, gonna I don't lie. See that either. No, you you know that'd be good for the Prem. That'd be good for the Prem. Yeah, great. I don't care about the Prem. I care about Manchester United Football Club. Let me just clarify that when it comes to my biases. If he comes to if Mbappe comes to Manchester United, that's yeah. great for United and fantastic for the Premier League. <laughs> but if he goes anywhere else in the Prem, horrible. A veto that shit. That's what we need to do. We need to block that. You know what I'm saying? Like they do in NBA world, they'll block certain mm. trades. If Mbappe ends up going to Manchester City, you know, like we gotta block that. We gotta yeah, come yeah, to all right. and be like, enough's enough. That's you. just yeah, that's just straight greed. You don't contact, you have been linked to Kimmich. That's another crazy yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So have you. And that's so have you. Yeah, true. But we, yeah, 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 that's true. Ours is more loosely based. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Kimmich. I'm a big fan. I think he's yeah, top yeah, quality. Yeah, okay. this. Yeah, I think he's top quality. But Vail, I know you gotta go, but before I let you go, just quickly, mm. score prediction for your next game, Bournemouth away. It's, it's a late kickoff, but not the latest kickoff, because obviously Arsenal play. I home to Newcastle, but yeah, 5.30 p.m. UK time, away to yeah. Bournemouth. Yeah. See, it's away at Bournemouth, man. Bournemouth has been, they've been in pretty good form. Let me yeah. check. I, no, I think they've been falling off. No, no, no. They haven't seen Vea trying to like, they ain't won, they, they no. haven't won in their last five. <laughs> no, I respect my opposition. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, they, they haven't got, won in their last five. The last they time they won was, they haven't won a game this year in the Premier League, just to clarify. They've got a lot of quality. There's probably a lot of draws in there, though. So they're making it very, very difficult for teams, right? Right. They've so, drew, they drew against Newcastle. They drew okay. to Forest at home. They drew away to West Ham. Obviously mm. lost to Fulham the game before that. Um, got beat up by Liverpool at home. And that's that. That's the top of the year. Okay. Okay. That's, that's tough. That's tough. Um, I, I, need to, I need to keep this momentum going. I mean, this, this win after winning uh, against Bradford, I need to continue this. I need to... I need to win games and put a little pressure on Liverpool because Liverpool are actually going to be, I guess they're going to be a game in hand now, right? Because they're going to be playing Chelsea. Yeah, because no, they play. Um, they play. What's it called today? They play Luton Town. Oh, they play Luton. They play yeah, Luton, they play Luton yeah, Town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Today so like, in the UK time zone, so they would have played a game more than. Yes, you know, yes, yes, yes. Okay. And then obviously you'll catch that up. I'll when catch they up. Play play. In the in the Carabao Cup because they play All in the right. final against Chelsea, so you. So. Yeah, so we yeah we need to keep the momentum going. We need to get this game, and then after after Bournemouth, um, let me just predict. Man, we haven't been scoring like that. I'm hesitant to call a clean sheet. You know what? It might be a it might be a stressful two one. You saying two one? It might be a stressful two yeah. one against Bournemouth. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Three days later, I play Luton. Um. So, oh, you know what? We'll talk. We'll talk on Tuesday. So, yeah, yeah, because you play. play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm looking here. Let me just pull up your fixture. as I was looking at that. You play. Yes, on Tuesday, the Luton away, the FA Cup mm-hmm. fifth round. So we'll be playing Forest. Yeah, I think we play Forest. Okay. What day is it? We play Forest around that. Then obviously we got the Manchester derby on the Sunday, and then the Wednesday you lot play the home game against Copenhagen. So yeah, man, yeah. it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. And after that, Copenhagen, you got City, you got Liverpool away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna and be following that, Brighton at home, and then following that, Arsenal at home. Busy match for you, look. Listen, you listen. Got, you got United, viewers. Liverpool, and Arsenal all in March. Viewers. viewers, take a look right now. The, these platinums right now. There's gonna be a lot more next time you see me after the Manchester derby and these these fixtures against Liverpool and Arsenal. But 
we move. Let me get let me get this win. Let me keep this. I'm, I'm within one point striking distance. Y'all don't need to talk about me. I know you Liverpool fans want to play the underdog, say City are favorites. Arsenal, they want to they just want to skate and not really bring any attention to them despite winning five and six nil against teams. I get it. I get it. It's all it's always gonna be City. But this of all years, of all seasons, flawless. The world's against Manchester City. I'm on this show, and I, I can hear it every time I talk to you. We need to be stopped. I hear it. Oh, yeah, we yeah, yeah. I'm honest. Yeah, I'm honest with my biases. Like, Don't get mistaken. I'm not one of those that it's not clouded in logic. I just want Mbappe to um, dove the Alfonso Davies to go to Madrid, surely <laughs> to stop you lot from winning the Champions. Because Real Madrid are the one. They, obviously, they didn't stop you last year. The year before that, they stopped you. Yeah, so I need, right. you, I need them to stop you again. No, I hear that. And the league... I know this. I know the Prem would rather Arsenal or Liverpool win. That's what I'm facing. I'm not going to rely on refs to close out this season. I can only rely on my players and the fan base. We move one point off top. We'll see. We'll see. Liverpool, be careful out there. Arsenal, be careful out there. Be careful. Links in the title, people. Vivator's channel, links in the title. Vital, quickly, just let them know what you got coming up in the next week or so. All that good yes. stuff. Listen, the love and appreciation has been great. The subs, thank you so much. Flawless, you know, plugging it, mentioning it. Everyone, I know, just I'm trying to build up that channel. Obviously, I'm on that road to 500. I'm on that road. Yo, get to 500. Go, go support and subscribe, people. Go and subscribe. You get you get me out there, and then I trust me, the content that I want to do, the branding that I want to do, the way I want to talk about the game, I don't know if you notice in the comments or – I, I just I talk different, whether it's because I'm Canadian or my approach towards the game. I just I talk about it differently. So if you like how I'm how I how I do it, subscribe, hit that like. But you can catch me on Vader Games TV on YouTube, man. That's there where I'm go, at. People, Vader Games on YouTube. Link is in the title. Run up the likes. Vader, catch you definitely next week. We'll chop it up. Yeah, Love always. always talking to you, yeah, man. Bless up Vader every Keep single time. Keep killing it, man. Big up, man. Salute to you. Bless. Shout out to Vader every single time, man. I'll catch That's you. my guy right there. Big up Vader. Big up. Big up. Large up to you lot. Get your final few questions in. We are going to go to the gaming channel as well. Keep it respectful in the comment section. If you don't, I'm not going back and forth. You just will be blocked. Just going to clarify that. You know what I'm saying? Anyone poke holes in football arguments for any personals? Crazy. Uh, that's just what it is. To JZ who says, uh, flawless, hopefully Manchester City get relegated. I hear you. Warrior Jason's flawless away on Wednesday. Uh, Forrest away on Wednesday for you guys. Yeah, facts. And also to... It was... I just wanted to get something because it's not that, but... Okay, one second. Hold up. Where is it? Where is it? Someone just mentioned something. It wasn't even football related. Hold up. Uh, then it is to JZ because you mentioned something about, yo, why are, why are girls not loyal? You're messing with the wrong girls. Women are loyal. You just have to find the right one. Simple as that. Well, you can find you can find women that are loyal, but finding people who are loyal in life is general because, you know, most people are full of shit pretty much in my opinion. So, yeah. Am I in the States? No. Manchester born and born and born and bred. Uh, flawless, why are these girls not loyal? Yeah, like I said, I just answered it. Y'all are loyal. You just have to find the right one. That's all it is. Spoken on this, would I bring back Greenwood? Nope. Wait, Flawless, your thoughts on the Dortmund game? Uh, boring. Boring. Uh, yeah. I'm not doing the second leg. Hey, big up to hashtag Hateta Routes is big up Flawless. A salute to you. Final few questions before I close out, people, because we are going to redirect to the gaming channel because... I don't even know if the man them are about. I'm just checking now to see who's actually in the party. Let me see. 
Yeah, we are. We go. We go redirect over there in a second. So yeah, final few questions while I go live. Always working while I'm working. And tomorrow, people, speaking of Arsenal, you will get the. I was just about to say that, Gil. Now over on the Twitch, you will get the Portal versus Arsenal Champions League watch along. So make sure you download the Sarcasm City TV Twitch links underneath in the description. In the description of all the live streams and just on the main page as well. And then following that, you'll get the Sarcasm City Sports QA, which I was unable to do actually. I was unable to do because I was out on Saturday night. So Sunday, I had to do both the Yardman Premier League show and the United Chelsea Spurs show as well. So, yes, the watch alongs galore. Always check out the upcoming live stream schedule on the YouTube channel, also on the Twitch, also on the playback for NBA as well. Miana says, big up, flawless. What's the worst case scenario? Liverpool, City, Arsenal win the league. All terrible. It's like, pick, it's like picking a gun to get shot with. So whether it's a shotgun, whether it's a Mac 10, or whether it's a Glock, I'm still getting shot. Madison says, big up, flawless. Love the content. I'm addicted. Flawless, where Savage at? Presume at home. I'm not sure about her whereabouts like that, but love to Savage. And that show is once a month, by the way, people. Flawless Hope, uh, Paul will do the upset versus Arsenal. Haha, <laughs> I hear you. I'm hoping so too. Who was your favourite all-time Arsenal player? And you can't say Henri. Henri's not my favourite all-time Arsenal player. Patrick Vieira is my all-time favourite Arsenal player, including Thierry Henry. Actually, Iniesta scores Modric, bench shell start. I'm biased, but yeah, start goals, bench Modric, selling Iesto, but all three top quality. All three of them top, 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 top quality. Big up the channel. Big up the channel. No, I don't have kids, just to clarify. Nope, nope. I need to see TJ Tears on Thursday if Port will be Arsenal. I hear you. All-time favourite player, Ronaldinho. Without doubt. Go. Ronaldinho. Best player I've ever seen. Without doubt. Top, 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 top quality. That's my guy right there. Final few people. Final few. Sorry, people. I'm just setting up as well. How old am I? TMI. Too much information. Big up to Tyfe. Hope I didn't put you your name. Big up Flawless Man. A salute to you as well. Well, we eight points off the elite division. All right, I'm just saying this up as we speak. Don't forget, we are on all audio platforms as well, people. Spotify, if you have a Spotify account, follow us in five stars. You see, all of the live streams that you see on the YouTube channel, apart from watch alongs, are available on audio only platforms. So you can get in podcast form, even though YouTube is podcast form because this is video podcast. So you can get an audio podcast form. So Spotify, follow us in five stars iTunes, Apple Podcast. Make sure you five star us, leave us a review. Same with SoundCloud as well, people. Make sure you do so. And if you hear me clicking away on the controller on the PS, because I'm setting up the pro clubs as we speak right now. All right, one second. Making sure I don't spell division wrong. You know what I'm saying? Big up, flawless. Favorite South American United player of all time. Between two, I like Tevez, and for those that remember Gabriel Ainsa, I thought he was a quality left back. Between those two, Tevez and Ainsa, but I go Tevez. Do I rate Usain Bolt? Of course. Go. Go. To John who says, would you have a show on sarcasm with 40 Judge Mo? Have opposing views. Mo, my guy. Judge Mo's been on my channel before. I've been on this channel before. Like, Mo's my guy. I, I fucks with Mo. That's my done. That is my done right there. Do I think Mano can be our new Scolzi? No, they don't do the same thing. No. 
Mbappe finalizing details of his Real Madrid move, uh, valid from July the 1st. Image rights, huge signing fee, and then fixed salary to be in line with starts like Vinny Jr. You see how you are asking me the questions like this? I may have to just bring that individual Q&A show. I might do that. Is that something you lot want to see? Let me know on a weekly basis. But it'd probably be like daytime. So it wouldn't be nighttime. Like this would be like 5 p.m., 5.30 p.m. I wear solo and I answer sporting questions and other stuff. I've got the idea for the name and the podcast in my head already. If it's something you lot would want to see, let me know. It'd probably be like a Friday, 5 p.m., 5.30 p.m. Or it might even be a Thursday, actually. It'd be a weekly thing. Let me know. Let me know. Normally, I speak to other people like offline about new ideas. But since you lot are here asking me these type of questions, I'm like, all right, let me ask you lot and see. If so, I might trial. Might trial and see what's what. So, yeah, let me know. And then we actually go live on the gaming channel as well. How many years have I supported Manchester United? About 30 years, about three decades. Yeah, so it's about 30 years. Long, 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 long time. Favorite football top? Really like the Black United away kit. I like all the Black United away kits. Actually, favorite football top? The blue and white Manchester United away kit from like the early 90s. That's the one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. That's my yeah, that's probably my favorite kit. And then there's a black Manchester United kit I'm forgetting because we've had a few. We've had a few black kits. So yeah, that's what I would say. That's what I would say. Flawless, before you go, who's your overrated, underrated, overhated, best, worst player in Manchester United this season? Overrated, none of them. Underrated, Varan. Overhated, Varan. Best player, probably Varan. Worst player, the vast majority. Flawless, 08-09, United versus Chelsea, 04-05, who wins? 08-09, Manchester United. Well, of course, I'm going to say that. Anyways, love to everyone that's locked in. We are going to go over to the gaming channel. Salute and big up. And this has been, people, the Manchester United, Manchester City show. Manham United podcast meets the Manham City podcast. And this has been... Yeah, I just said that. Yeah, like I say, Manham United, Manham City. Thanks and big up for tuning in. I see you lot on the gaming channel. It's going to redirect. Salute.